Welcome to the Gospel Expedition, where we explore the gospel from Genesis to Revelation. I'm Leland Acker, pastor of Life Point Baptist Church in Early Texas. The gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for our sins according to the scriptures. This is God's plan of salvation, and this is God's plan of redemption for us. He paid for our sins and cleared our guilt through the death of Jesus on the cross, and he conquered death so that we could all live forever by raising Jesus up. The gospel is the central message of the Bible, and so we're exploring this message from start to finish. In Genesis chapter 3, man sins for the first time, thus creating the need for the gospel. Man's sin was an act of rebellion, and it was a willful act of rebellion. Thus the consequence for that rebellion was set. Man's sin was an act of rebellion. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 5, the Bible says, For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. These, of course, are the words of Satan as he was speaking to the woman in the garden. And the temptation that he is putting forth is not simply to eat the fruit because it's delicious. Satan was actually telling Adam and Eve that by eating this fruit, they would gain power. They would become like God. They would no longer need his authority or presence. They could decide things for themselves. They would know good and evil. Now, this knowledge of good and evil is not an academic knowledge of good and evil, and it's not even about an academic knowledge of right and wrong. This knowledge that is described here as the knowledge of good and evil is an experiential knowledge. Basically, they could experience everything for themselves. Then they could decide for themselves what they wanted. Good and evil is not always about right and wrong. It's about what's good for you and what's bad for you. The birth of your grandchild, good. Being diagnosed with cancer, bad or evil. Satan is actually telling Adam and Eve that they have the opportunity to open all this up and experience every bit of it. And by doing so, they would be empowered. They would be as God. In the garden, everything was good. Adam and Eve could have stayed true to God and everything would have remained good. Or they could rebel against God, try to throw off his authority and care, and experience everything for themselves and decided how they wanted to be. They chose the latter and it wasn't good. In verse 6, the Bible says, So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she gave also some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. There are several motivating factors. The fruit was good for food. It was good for nutrition. It looked delicious. It was pleasing to the eyes. It looked good. It was beautiful. It was inviting. But the final straw was, it was a tree to be desired to make one wise. That promise to be as God or as gods, if you're reading the King James Version, was the motivating factor. That motivating factor to be on the same par with God, even higher, to throw off his authority and to be able to make the decisions for yourself. That's the same motivation that led Satan to rebel in the beginning, and thus he was kicked out of heaven. And so this was an act of rebellion, and that's what made the eating of the fruit sinful. Now, man's sin was a willful act of rebellion. We go back to verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, 
She took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. The Bible says that the woman saw that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She knew by eating this, they could be as God, and they could overthrow God, and they could decide things for themselves and determine for themselves the good that they wanted in their lives, the evil that they wanted in their lives, and that they could do all of this without God's input. The Bible says she also gave to her husband who was with her, and he ate. And that's an important detail. Adam was with the woman, later known as Eve. A popular telling of this story, which may have its roots in John Milton's Paradise Lost, is that Eve was alone when this happened. Eve was alone in the garden when the serpent, Satan, approached her and tempted her. And she was deceived and she fell into the temptation. And she eats of the fruit, and she goes back, and she finds Adam, tells him what she did, and so he decides that he's going to die with her, and so he eats of the fruit as well. But the Bible tells us that this just wasn't the way it happened. The Bible tells us that Adam was with Eve the whole time. Adam was privy to the conversation and the logic going on between the serpent and the woman. And that's why 1 Timothy chapter 2 says, that he was in the transgression. The eating of the fruit was not a minor thing, and it was not an accidental thing. It was not a self-sacrificial thing. It was a rebellious thing, a willful and thought-out act of rebellion against God. And so the penalty for sin, death, was the valid consequence. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 through 17, God told the man, saying, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat, you shall surely die. Adam was warned, if you eat of this tree, you will die. Adam not only ate of it, but he ate of it for the worst possible reason, to throw off God's authority and to make himself God. Therefore, death was a just consequence. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The gospel is how we all deserve death due to our sin and rebellion against God. But God in his love and grace toward us, in his goodness, gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross so he could settle our sin debt and restore what he created in Genesis and bring us back to that place where we can be at peace in his presence, in his garden. Man messed it up, but God put forth the plan to put it back together. And that's the full gospel. This is the Gospel Expedition. I'm Leland Acker.